At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for joining us. And as always, I'm live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, just outside of Chicago at the Rivers Casino. And this evening, we have planned for you plenty of action throughout the NBA postseason. Some big news with the Nets. Looks like James Harden is going to give it a go tonight. Still no Kyrie Irving. So what will that do to this line and what has it done already? Big movement, which we'll get into in just a second. But to dive deeper into not only that matchup, but again with the Hawks and then the Sixers. And then we have the Jazz and the Clippers still to look forward to. Tom Byrne of Series XM NBA Radio will be joining us in 10 minutes. He'll share his thoughts, some of his early picks leans analysis you know he covers it all he does a great job on series xm nba radio so we'll get him to give us some of his insight for the matchup tonight as well as tomorrow plus we got jeff parles and hey shout out to jeff it's his birthday today so happy birthday to the big guy nice enough to make some time to join us this evening we'll get his thoughts on the diamond you gotta think there's a little bit of good luck charm with his birthday so hopefully we get some winners from our boy jeff Plenty of baseball action to dive into. And we've got hockey as well. How about the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders? Game two. I've got to play in that, mate, uh, in that matchup. We'll let you know what that is in about 25 minutes or so. And a couple of props that we'll discuss for tonight's game, as we typically do once again in the middle of the show. But like we already teased, let's kind of brief you on the update with Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Because yesterday when we were going over this game, we knew no Kyrie Irving 
for game five, but then James Harden was listed as out, right? And then he kind of gravitated to doubtful, and now it looks like he is going to give it a go. So does that warrant such a big line movement in favor of Brooklyn? Well, again, you know, this one opened two and a half in favor of Milwaukee. We saw it get up to as high as five in some spots. The highest I saw that was about four and a half, I think, at Bat Rivers. But again, some maybe touched five briefly. Then it started trickling down, went down to three and a half, two and a half, kept refreshing the page, and now it's at one and a half in favor of Milwaukee on the road. Milwaukee also minus 124 on the money line. Brooklyn plus 104. This total opened at about 220 and a half, up to 221, shaded to the over ever so slightly, minus 112. The under is minus 109. Updated series price still in favor of Milwaukee, minus 155, and the Nets are plus 125. So how do you go about handicapping this game? Well, honestly, I mean, I can't wait till we talk with Tom because I'm sure he has a lot more conviction on it than I do. And originally, when we were talking about it yesterday with Nick Whalen, I mean, look, you know, the only side that we would go to would be Milwaukee. And, you know, how could you really think any way else unless you thought a player was coming back because you saw that the inability was present for Brooklyn to produce points. And, yeah, it happened amidst the game, so now you have time to prepare. But still, P.J. Tucker has done a solid job shutting down Kevin Durant. And even more so, if it was just KD, it was just going to be the solo man mission. And you could even, you know, bring another defender out there to help if Brown's not hitting his shots, if Harris isn't hitting his shots, if Blake Griffin is not existing, kind of what we saw in the last game. Where is this Nets team going to get offense from? But again, now you're assuming James Harden is going to be in the mix. But does that warrant about a three to a four point movement in favor of Brooklyn? I'm not so sure because there's still a liability factor potentially with James Harden. How is he going to be health wise with that hamstring? Is he even close to 100 percent? Us as betters, we do not know. And you can make the case that, hey, they're throwing him out there. He's got to be at least over 90 percent. Or maybe the assumption is that Kyrie's injury is more severe than you're leading on or than they're leading us on to believe. So it's kind of almost desperation mode and maybe even throw James Harden out there is kind of a deflection in a sense. He's just a distraction. And, you know, you use him as a tool to maybe open up Kevin Durant a little bit more so. Okay, that case could be made. But then what about on the other side of the ball? James Harden, a notorious for being kind of a lazy defender in the first place. And now if he's injured, how much more of a liability will that present with James Harden? Milwaukee should look to target him on that side of the ball and take advantage of it. And if they do that, then heck, maybe you look toward Milwaukee here, minus 124 on the money line or laying the point and a half. And if you're still curious about what other bets you can make, you can look at these exact series prices. The Bucks to win in six is plus 150 as your short shot. The Nets to win in seven plus 250. Then you get the Nets, or excuse me, the Bucks to win in seven. That's plus 320. Nets to win in six is four to one. Total games played, the under is minus 136. Over is plus 105. My thought process here now is you kind of can't bet long-term in this series anymore because of these injuries and the unknown. If you do, it's probably got to be the Bucks over the net zone. And maybe you look at the Bucks to win in six at plus 150, or you just take it game by game and look to betting Milwaukee tonight at the shorter price and look for another angle when they go back home. Once again, welcome to the show. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, just previewing uh, this matchup here with the Bucks and the Nets. And if you missed it earlier, James Harden looks like he's going to give it a go for tonight's event. The line has come down to one and a half in favor of Milwaukee. They were as high as five. This total at about 221. And like I was just kind of saying, it's hard to bet anything long-term in the series in terms of the series price, which you see Milwaukee minus 155, the Nets plus 125. 
because there's just so many uncertainties with the injuries for Brooklyn. So I think you bet this more so on a game-to-game -game basis or you look for the exact series prices and take some value with Milwaukee because, look, if you want to bet them 6 at plus 150, it's not something that I would do because it's a little bit too short, but I would maybe gravitate toward that more so than laying the minus 155 with the Bucks on the series price. Because, again, you know, if, if Kyrie Irving is not going to be back in the series and even if James Harden is in and we see what kind of impact, whether good or bad, he had tonight, that's going to shift the line big time because then if Milwaukee gets the dub here, you saw that James Harden wasn't as efficient, they probably go home and they're about a, you know, four and a half, five, five and a half point favorite on the road. So a lot of things to speculate with the injuries. My point being, long story short, is that you probably should take this game to game rather than long term because you just don't know what's going to happen with Brooklyn. But again, this line coming down to one and a half in favor of Milwaukee. We'll see how they can expose James Harden defensively and can he have enough of an impact offensively? A lot of questions up in the air, which we'll get to with Tom Byrne in about a couple minutes here on the show. Before we do that, let me update you on some other NBA series prices. Let's talk 76ers and Hawks. It was a close one last night, but Philly could not get the job done. But we still see the 76ers as a big favorite to win the series with that matchup going at home next. But the 76ers minus 315 on the series price with it tied up at two apiece. Atlanta plus 240. And then like we mentioned with the Bucks and the Nets, Milwaukee minus 155. Brooklyn plus 125. Now this one I really have no clue about. I mean the Clippers and Jazz minus 125 for Utah to win the series. The Clippers plus 103. It seems like this is going to be one of those series that the splits are ever so important. You know, just whatever team is at home is going to win. The Jazz looked abysmal last night. There's no denying that. And the Clippers have been playing really well at home, but it's just a completely different environment. The flip gets switched when you go back to Salt Lake City. But is it enough? For you to believe in that, to warrant laying minus 125 or so um, on the series price, that's the big question. So I, I on this one, I, I really just have no strong feel because I do think the Clippers, you know, as long as they can get out to that early start, even if it's on the road, they can obviously have the bigger advantage here over Utah. But that's just so hard to do with this crowd that we've seen have such a big impact for Utah. So... And not only that, you're seeing Utah here as a three-point favorite. They already opened up two and a half, so big move, not big movement, sorry, but enough movement to get it to three this far out. And total about 222. I understand why you go with Utah to go back and forth, but maybe you look at something over like over six and a half games played in the series if you think it's just going to keep going back and forth with the home team winning. If you think the Clippers and Jazz series goes over six and a half games at Bet Rivers, you can lay minus 114 each way, but I'd probably more so prefer to go over six and a half games than I would under because those splits are so huge and it's so evident as of now. So uh, we'll see what happens with the next game down in Salt Lake City with the Jazz and the Clippers. But now let's get the expert on to get some of his thoughts. You know him, does great work covering the association. It's Tom Byrne, and you could follow him along on Twitter, at one Tom Byrne, and you can listen to him on Sirius XM NBA Radio and Mad Dog Radio. And Tom, you know, naturally we started off the show previewing the Bucks and the Nets. Line got up to as high as five in some spots, but then we heard that James Harden may be playing and probably is going to tonight. It's down to one and a half. In your opinion, what kind of impact will James Harden have tonight, and will it be positive or negative for the Nets? Well, it's hard to say. I'm not a doctor. Who knows? I mean, I think there's a contingent that feels like it's going to be in a B situation where he's clearly injured but able to play nonetheless. And there's also some others that feel like it could be an Anthony Davis situation where he elects to try to play but in the end is not able to get it really going at any point of the game. And so we've seen this before from James Harden, not only – a couple weeks ago in the in the 
postseason, but we saw it in the regular season. And both times he had to leave very, very early. Listen, I, I took the two and a half with Milwaukee originally. I was feeling pretty good when it got up to four and a half, right? And then all of a sudden you get the news about Harden. I figure, uh-oh, I better get out of this. I take the three and a half, no big. That's where I am. If Harden can't go, and the latest is it's a game-time decision, it still wouldn't shock me if he doesn't, then I think the value's back on Milwaukee. If he does go, it's probably a wait and see to try to get a feel of what James Harden's going to look like. Is he going to be effective? Yeah, and of course, that's the big question. And, you know, I think we think about it in terms of offense because the inability to score for Brooklyn was evident after Kyrie went out. But what about exposing James Harden maybe defensively? Do you think that's something Milwaukee will target to do if James Harden is a go? Because, of, again, notoriously a bad defender, and even more so if he's trying to take it a little bit easier with an injury. Don't you think that will be a big impact as well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you've got to make them work if you're Coach Bud, right? I think it's been too ISO-oriented anyway, Danny, right? Milwaukee's offense, one of the reasons Boston was successful is because they know the Nets are going to switch everything. They kept the ball moving. They eventually got the switch they wanted to, the 1-3 pick-and-roll especially. We talked about that with Jason Taylor getting on Kyrie Irving. I don't think Milwaukee's done enough of that. Now, the freak has, you know, got ahead of steam right now. He outperformed Kevin Durant as we saw him. But at the same time, Milwaukee, really through game three, had really underperformed. So it's kind of a gross series right now. Brooklyn's hurt, and that's the only reason that they're not a big favorite. And Milwaukee's kind of struggling, but yet feeling better about themselves just based on the idea that two of the big three for Brooklyn could be out. And game four, although against the lesser team, was their best performance. So, I look, the shooting numbers were always going to regress back to the mean. I don't know if they will for Kevin Durant just based on the idea that tonight he doesn't have a lot of help. And as great as Kevin Durant is, throughout his entire career, he's always had an MVP with him. This, you know, it's a totally different situation. They're going to throw two, three guys at him. If he presses a little bit, that's a problem. Without James Harden, they don't have a shot creator. If James Harden 100%, that problem goes away. And anybody who's sitting on net plus the points is, you know, on a great ticket. But if he is a little hamstrung, excuse the pun, and then who knows how this game goes. Again, this feels like a stay away, try to get a feel for Harden in game. Now, with the news of Harden originally being out and then he's you know progressed to doubtful, he's going to play now game time like you alluded to, does this maybe give you the inclination that Kyrie Irving could be more injured than we're expecting him to be because it's almost desperation mode for this Nets team? And could Harden maybe be used as a decoy? Is that something that sets off that type of alarm, or is it just so unknown that you can't speculate that with Kyrie? I think it's just James Harden wants to play, period. James Harden went to Brooklyn to win. He sees it slipping away. It's now 2-2. Kyrie's not going to play probably for the entirety of the series. He's getting that information and saying, you know what, I can't listen to the trainers and doctors anymore. I want to be out there. I think that's what this is. So it feels like an Anthony Davis type of situation in that respect. But a groin's different than a hamstring. But ask Mike Conley. You know, it's not easy to play through that sort of thing. I get it. People are going to look and say, well, Joel Embiid played on a torn meniscus. They are different injuries. Give Embiid all the credit in the world, but they are different injuries. If that thing tightens up on him, James Harden's going to have a short night, Danny. So as far as being a decoy, yeah, I think to an extent that's always going to work. He's James Harden. I mean, you always got to have an eye on him, especially if he were to come out early and look like James Harden. Facilitated, knocking down a three ball, more importantly, able to get to the rim and show agility. If that's the case, you start to feel like the Nets are in the driver's seat. Let's be clear. You'd rather have James Harden than Kyrie Irving if they're both 100%. And we saw that when Kyrie Irving was 100% with Kevin Durant, they looked like the better team. So a lot of this 
just like the Atlanta Phillies series, a lot of this comes down to how healthy James Harden truly is. And you mentioned that series with the Hawks and the Sixers. Let's look forward to that next as we see Philly opening up. It's about a six-and-a-half-point favorite for Game 5. Now they're down to six. This total at about 224 ticked out a little bit toward the under. We know how great that home court advantage is for Philadelphia, but some people are thinking six may be a little bit too high, hence the early movement toward Atlanta. You're a big Philadelphia fan yourself. How do you see this one going down? Yeah, Philly let that one go. If you think about it, they've been the better team by a long shot for six of the eight halves in this particular series. But game one, first half was an abomination. And second half, Joel Embiid, probably because the injury reared its ugly head, but also because he just really struggled. So he deserves some criticism if we're going to give him all the praise, and he deserves it. Bottom line is, though, I think now Philadelphia comes home. They're still the better team. They're always tough at home. If you look at the home Road net rating for Atlanta all year. They've been much more successful at home. I think the difference is around seven points. Now, they did show that they could win in game one, but again, they had to hold on for dear life after the dominating first half. And Trey Young, I know he had 18 assists, had 25 points on 26 shots. I hate to break it to everybody. Philly will take that. Ben Simmons has done a really good job on him. Six and a half, probably a fair number. You know, it went up to seven, then it was down to six. I suppose it's back to six. Uh, if I do play it, it'll be on Philly. I, I like the idea that Joel Embiid struggled in the fourth quarter. He's the type of dude, he plays better when he's motivated and has a little extra motivation. Now, I get it. What extra motivation would you need? But I'll give you an example in a game itself. In game two, Clint Capella had that lob play and dunked over Embiid, if you guys remember. The next time down the floor, Joel Embiid called for it. I mean, he was barking. Basically picked up Capella and dunked him and then got in his face and watched as Capella complained to the officials the entire time. That's who Joel Embiid is. He's always fed off the energy of the opponent, especially if he feels there's negative energy. Capella even made some comments, well, if you get him fatigued, he's a different guy. I know he's dealing with the knee, and so you're a little cautious in that respect. But unless the knee is becoming a bigger problem than we know, which is possible, but unless that's the case, Joel Embiid, mark my words, will have an enormous game. I wouldn't take Atlanta here. I'd be shocked if they won the game. Now, it's a big number, six. In theory, they could keep it within that number. I'm keeping an eye on it. If it floats any lower, I think there's value on Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm with you here. I think the 76ers bounce back, and you've seen in the two wins they've had this series how dominant they've been in those victories. And the series price now, despite it being tied up at two apiece, the Sixers minus 315 at Bet Rivers, the Hawks plus 240. I'm a little bit more interested in your thoughts on the total amount of games played. Six and a half is where it's listed. The over is even money. The under is minus 129. Any chance this thing goes to seven games in your mind? Yes, there's a chance because we don't know about MB. He did not look comfortable in that second half. It's better for Philadelphia if he just had an awful second half. It's less excusable, but it's better because otherwise it means that all of a sudden the knee's probably much worse than we know, and now he only has 48 hours between each and every game. But I've seen him dominate with the exception of that one half. So i got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Look, if you just break down the playoffs themselves, forget about the regular season, everybody is going nuts about Atlanta, but my numbers would come away with Atlanta needed to get about 11.5 points in this game. Philadelphia has been the better team throughout the postseason. And I know one team played New York, a four seed, the other played an eight seed, Washington. Are we sure? The Wizards wanted to beat the Knicks. Remember, the Wizards, like the Hawks, were one of the hottest teams in the league coming into the postseason. So, long story short, Philly's been the better of the two teams in this postseason. I think there's a better chance it goes six, Danny. I think the value would be there. I get why somebody took seven. This Atlanta team can spread you out, shoot the ball, and there's some uncertainty around Embiid right now. Uh, but I still think the value would be on six games.
All right, Tom, then let's look at the later game that night with the Clippers and the Jazz. Los Angeles getting the job done at home with both of those games. And they go back to Salt Lake City as a three-point dog, total at 222. This one I really just have no strong thoughts on at all, Tom, because you saw how good the Clippers could be and the differences between being home and away for this Jazz team, and you know how enormous that impact is in Salt Lake City. Is that enough to warrant the bet on Utah to bounce back, or are the Clippers catching momentum now? Yeah, I'm bullish on Utah, so I won't be on the Clippers. I was on Utah game one and two, then I got involved in the half the game four last night, and that worked out for me. But that was overall an atrocious performance for Utah, of course. I'm at the point where I need to stay away from Utah until I know about Mike Conley. I keep assuming he's going to return, Danny, but every single game, despite the fact they make a question, he doesn't play, which is against the norm, right? In the postseason, more times than not, when you're questionable, you play. And that has not been the case with Conley. Now, I'm not saying that he's not showing toughness. I'm not doing that. What I am saying is Utah obviously does it a little differently than other teams. You would think it'd be doubtful. They put him questionable. He never seems to play. So I I'm waiting. If Conley plays, there's a ton of value on Utah. If not, you know, if I looked at my regular season numbers, it would still tell me even without Conley, Utah has some value. But the Clippers, you know, looking at the postseason numbers, to me have been too dangerous to lay the two and a half points right now. If I saw the opening number at two quick enough, I might have gone there. I'll wait. If Conley plays, Danny, I think you got to take Utah. If he doesn't, it's probably a stay away and see what develops in-game. Here's the other little wrinkle, though. I heard Woes earlier, just casually joining SportsCenter in the background, doesn't know yet about this Kawhi Leonard injury. We'll see what happens. It'll be a status update tomorrow. I thought that was weird, especially after he told us, well, no change in Joe Embiid. He's expected to play. So wait a minute now. The guy on the torn lateral meniscus is expected to play, and we're not willing to say Kawhi Leonard's expected to play because he had a little bit of an issue late in the fourth. That sounds a little concerning to me. So maybe there's a little something there. That said, it still would be a shocker if he does not play. Yeah, okay. Interesting tidbit. Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, keep an eye on Kawhi Leonard. And not only that, as you alluded to, certainly Mike Conley, who we have yet to see, but would be a tremendous impact toward this Utah Jazz team looking to bounce back from the back-to-back -back losses in L.A. Again, in Utah for Game 5, they're a three-point favorite now with a total sitting about 222. Hey, Tom, I know you got plenty of work to get into for tonight's matchup, so we appreciate you taking some time, my friend, and look forward to catching up again soon. Danny, anytime. Excellent work, as always. At one Tom Byrne, where you can follow him on Twitter. Great content surrounding the association. Again, Sirius XM NBA Radio and Mad Dog Radio gives you all the NBA content you need and NFL during the NFL season. Tom nails it all. So, again, uh, tonight with that matchup, we see this line at one and a half in favor of Milwaukee. However, the line has been dropping in favor of Brooklyn. This total at about 221. He brings up some important information, though. I mean, look, even if James Harden is out there, we don't know if it's going to be positive or negative necessarily to this Nets team. And he could get exposed defensively like he has in the past. And the injury is not going to help his case. But he snagged the Bucks at about two and a half earlier, even amidst all the craziness. Then it went up to about four and a half. Feeling good about that number. Now it's down to one and a half. We'll see how this one goes down. We got more to come in terms of props for that matchup. But first, let's talk some hockey. I got to play between the Islanders and Lightning. I'll let you know what that is next. Right here on Rush Hour, I'm Beeson the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Get the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Offers valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts all available. BetRivers.com. Welcome back to it here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. On VCD Sports Betting Network, I'm Dady Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Great conversation to start things out with Tom Byrne covering the NBA action tonight and tomorrow. But we also have some other postseason action on the ice. Let's talk some puck here with tonight's game with the Lightning and the Islanders. Now, New York got the job done in game one against Tampa Bay. They won two to one. Tampa Bay bounces back in game two, not bounces back, but they open back as a 180 favorite. The Islanders were about plus 158. 
Now we're seeing this one having Tampa Bay at Bet Rivers is a $2 home favorite on the money line, plus 170 on the other side for the Islanders. Total opened about 5.5. Now it's down to 5. However, still shaded pretty heavily to the over, minus 141. The under about plus 118 is what we're seeing in this matchup this evening. And kind of just getting down a little bit thicker with some of the stats in game one. Both had 31 shots against each other. Tampa Bay did outhit them, but just by one, 41 to 40. But the big component here that also stuck out more so in the stat sheet is the Islanders won 28 faceoffs compared to 18 for Tampa Bay. Now, the Islanders went 0 of 3 on power play opportunities. Tampa Bay went 1 of 2. And the updated series price, if you're kind of just looking at this now, the Islanders minus 106. Tampa Bay is minus 115. Now, I do think this is a good bounce-back opportunity for this Lightning team. Do I want to lay $2 on the money line? No, I do not. So I am going with the direction of the regular timeline, three-way bet, meaning the win in regulation. And currently, the odds have the Islanders plus 265 if you think they win and the game doesn't go to overtime. If you think the game does have the potential to go to overtime, the tie is plus 330. And then the Lightning, if you think they could get the job done in three periods, minus 114 as opposed to laying minus $2. So the route I took earlier today was minus 108, and I played Tampa Bay minus 108 to win in regulation. Every game they've won this postseason has ended in regulation. And again, you know, Vasilevsky still had a solid performance in game one, and overall this postseason, he's 8-4-0, 2.23 goals against average, 93% save percentage, along with two shutouts. Barlamov has been solid for the Islanders, 5-3-0, 2.43 goals against average, 93% save percentage, and no shutouts. And look, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to trust the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Lightning, over the Islanders here after they just lost the opening game at home. And again, you know, I've said this a lot. I don't like betting game once because a lot of times you see this happen where you know, the team that everybody thinks is going to win, and this happens in general in betting, right? I mean, fading the public, but especially a sport like hockey, you get a good performance out of the underdog, it seems, in game one. You never have enough courage to want to fade the favorite team, though, just because I think they're the better squad. But I think game two, that will come to fruition in the sense that Tampa Bay will get the job done. Hearing just what they had to say after the game and how they're looking to bounce back, I really like what the Lightning can put out there on a game-to-game -game basis. They were kind of my backup team to win the Cup, is aside from VGK, who you see, minus 125 to win it. Lightning now 3-1, to one. Islanders 4-1, to one. and the Canadiens 17-1. to one. Didn't place a bet on the Lightning to win the Cup. Of course, we have our VGK one. But in terms of this game, I do think it's a good spot here for the Lightning. So instead of laying the big money line price, minus $2, again, went with the Lightning to win in regulation, minus 108. Now you're seeing that at about minus 114. And of course, you can get about plus 138 if you want to lay the puck and a half. But I'm willing to lay a little bit of the price just for them to win in regulation. Would still play at minus 114. However, it got at minus 108. And we're rooting for Tampa Bay to get the job done in regulation against the Islanders and not that series up at one apiece. And speaking of potentially not in the series up at one apiece, can the Canadians do that tomorrow night against VGK? Well, if you think so, you can get plus 210 on the money line for Montreal currently at Bet Rivers. Vegas minus 250. They opened about minus 265. So actually a little bit going toward Montreal in this spot early on. Total at five and a half, shaded to the under, minus 148, the over plus 123. VGK won last night four to one. I think you'd still go with the under in this spot. It's not ideal to lay the minus 148, but the strongest bet I would have would have to be either that, or again, maybe you opt into Vegas, win in regulation around the puck line. 
This Canadian's team just isn't going to be able to compete with them. And I know it gets tougher and tougher the deeper you go into the postseason. But VGK is looking hot, and I think they cruise against Montreal. But more importantly tonight, in terms of our hockey bet, we're going with the Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 108 to win in regulation. And as for other things we're going with tonight in terms of our bets, we'll discuss that next. For the basketball action, a play with some of the props and head-to-head matchups, we'll let you know which way we're leaning here on Rush Hour. Stick around. any part of our show or anything in general on the VEASAN schedule today or any other day, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, which includes Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or the Market Insights Podcast with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers with Jonathan Von Tobel, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts in general. So just check it out, vsin.com slash podcast to get a hold of all of vsin's great content. And it is vsin, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the program. It is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday night at Danny Burke Fives, where you can follow me along on Twitter at vsin live for the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Looking forward to tonight, we've got some NBA action with the Nets and the Bucks. A lot of question marks in the air surrounding the injury status of James Harden and just how the Nets are going to perform, whether or not he's in the game, and just kind of teeing up in general this line, like we were talking about with Tom Byrne, got as high as five, but consensus-wise pretty much was four and a half at one point. Now, because of the news of James Harden, questionable, game-time decision rather, it's come down to one and a half in favor of Milwaukee. They're also minus 124 on the money line, plus 104 on the buyback for Brooklyn. Total at about 221. Again, I, I really don't have that strong a feel when it comes to the spread, money line, or total in this game. I think my only option would be, would probably go to Milwaukee if I had to do anything pre-flop, but that's the beauty of having in-game betting opportunities. You can see what the status and you know what kind of impact James Harden is having out there once he steps out onto the floor. And yes, that's going to adjust on the in-game betting odds, but still, at least you'll have more of a feel for it because right now, I think there's just too much uncertainty for everybody. So maybe that's the best route you go and take it game-by-game basis rather than betting the futures because you just don't know what you're going to get health-wise out of this Brooklyn team. But let's go to a guy here in this game that I think presents some good value with the bet, who we have seen be a part of this series. And, you know, had some great production in one game, but after that, it's been pretty minuscule. So let's talk about Blake Griffin. Everybody got all excited that Blake Griffin was going to the Nets, but let's be honest, he's not the player he once was. And instead of looking at his points prop for this evening, what about his number of three-point field goals made? At Bet Rivers, one and a half is a number that was listed over under minus 113 each way. I think it's been trending toward the under throughout the day. And that's the direction I went. I laid minus 113 for Blake Griffin to make under one and a half three-point field goals. Because look, you know, in the series, he's averaging 1.8 three-pointers made on about four and a half attempts. That's about 38%. 
But overall in this postseason, he's making 1.3 per game on 2.2 attempts, 35%. Now, he's only gone over one and a half threes in a game, meaning he's only made at least two three-pointers in just one game in this postseason. And that was game two versus Milwaukee when four of nine from beyond the arc and dropped 18 points, arguably his best game with the Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, now that James Harden may be playing, you got to imagine that they don't need to rely on a guy like Blake Griffin as much. So maybe he won't have as many opportunities. And even aside from that, you look at that Celtic series, he didn't make any three-pointers in that whole series against Boston. It was just that one game against Milwaukee, game two, where he dropped 18 points and, again, arguably had his best performance as a Brooklyn Net. But more so, I was just kind of surprised because you kind of looked at where some of these odds were skewed. And Bet Rivers had a great selection here with 113 each way. I think it should have been shaded more so to the under or put at a half, but probably the former in the sense that it should have been shaded more to the under. So I took advantage of it being a pick em, minus 113 each way. And I think that Blake Griffin stays under one and a half three-point field goals made tonight against the Bucks. All right, so that's a bet that I did officially make for Blake Griffin and this game tonight. Let's go with another area that you can wager in. And, you know, this one I originally handicapped when it was, you know, assumed that James Harden was going to be out. And then kind of had to scratch some things and reassess because James Harden could be playing tonight. And it's the head-to-head matchup with Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo head-to-head in terms of who is going to score more. Kevin Durant was up to minus 167 before Harden was announced that he could play. And after that, now Durant, excuse me, is still the favorite, but he's minus 121 and Giannis is minus 105. Without Harden, you would think the easy answer would be Durant because he has to score. But even still, it could be tough because he could get double teamed. All the focus is on him and he has to facilitate, give the ball somewhere else, distribute in other areas like we were talking about with Tom Byrne. But now that James Harden is in the mix, again, we don't know what kind of impact he's going to have. But would that still warrant a bet on Kevin Durant to outscore Giannis? I don't think so because, look, Giannis has outscored Durant in three out of four games this playoff series, and more importantly, six out of seven games in the seven total matchups they've had against each other this whole year. Kevin Durant is averaging 30 points per game this series, 26.6 in the postseason, and against the Bucks, 32 points per game in seven games overall. Now Giannis is also averaging 30 per game this series, 26.6 this postseason, oddly enough. However, in seven total games against Brooklyn, Giannis is racking up 34 points per game against the Nets. And just looking at where Giannis is feasting, you know, how he operates offensively. 53% of his shots this postseason are coming at the rim. Not a great shooter, although the Nets struggle from mid-range, and he will take advantage of that spot from time to time. But a majority of his shots coming from the rim or at the rim, and he's making 72% of them. The Nets limiting opponents to shooting just 61% at the rim compared to about 64% during the regular season. So it has gotten a little bit better, but that hasn't slowed Giannis down per se. Again, he's averaging 30 points per game this series. Now, when you look at a guy like Kevin Durant, 62% of his shots are coming from mid-range this postseason, and that's compared to 52% during the regular season. He's making over 51% from mid-range this playoffs. Now, the Bucks are allowing opponents to get over 41% of their shot, up, uh, shot attempts from mid-range compared to 33% from the regular season, and the opponents are making 42% during this postseason, which is a little bit better than during the regular season. But again, point being, the Bucks not as great of a defensive team as they have been in the past. They're still solid, but where they struggle is from mid-range, and that's where Kevin Durant is getting the most of his looks. So you could think, well, maybe you take advantage of the shorter price here with Kevin Durant. But I just don't think so because now if James Harden is going to be in the mix, that completely changes the dynamic. And even if he wasn't, again, the attention is going to be focused on Kevin Durant 
Could be seeing different defensive schemes of getting double team and just surrounded a lot of times to where he's forced to pass somewhere else. P.J. Tucker has done a sufficient job against KD so far. So the point being that Giannis has outscored him in six out of seven total matchups this year. Maybe take advantage with Giannis at the shorter price. It's nothing that I'm going to play officially because Kevin Durant, as good of a scorer as he is, he's still probably going to find a way to do so. So I'm not going to touch it, but just, just because the Nets have to win and because we're used to Kevin Durant being a more lethal scorer than Giannis doesn't mean that's an automatic bet for him to score more. Giannis, again, has done it two out of three games, or excuse me, three out of four this series, scored more than Durant, and six out of seven overall this season. So that one, just a lean toward Giannis, but officially, in case you missed it at the beginning of this segment, we are rolling with Blake Griffin to stay under one and a half three-point field goals made. That's what we got in terms of the NBA tonight. Let's talk some baseball, though, coming up next. The birthday boy, Jeff Parles, joins us with some of his bets on the diamond. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino.
Get the most of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. To get a hold, the Daily Hometown Discount. Again, check it out, betrivers.com. Wrapping up a Tuesday edition of Rush Hour, all here on VCD Sports Betting Network. And joining us now, it's Jeff Parles, the birthday boy himself. You can give him a follow on Twitter, at Jeff Parles. Catch him hosting VEASAN's Bet Center throughout the weekends and along with Tim Murray on the nightcap. Jeff, happy birthday, my man. Uh, I heard you're looking to have a little bit of fun tonight. How are we thinking that the tables are going to be? What are the odds that Jeff makes some money at the tables tonight? What are you putting it at? <laughs> good, good. Danny, thank you, man. And uh, look, uh, you, uh, you, you have played at the tables with me in the past. You usually know... How that goal goes, unless if we're like in a setting that makes no sense to be playing blackjack in. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so that would be my guess. But uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, look, it's uh, it's uh, it's been an interesting day so far, and uh, happy to be on with you as always, buddy. If the table setting is outside near a pool, the yes is the favorite. Anything else, the no is the favorite, Jeff. That's all I can guarantee in terms of you playing at the table. So hopefully you get outside a little bit and get yourself in some blackjack tables. But uh, regardless, hey, you'll have a little bit of birthday luck, and that's what we're hoping to get from you here on tonight's baseball slate. So let's get right into that, my man, and start uh, in the NL Central with the Reds and the Brewers. How about the Reds last night getting a 10-2 dub over Milwaukee? Now, in this game, it's virtually a pick em. This total at about nine, you're getting Castillo against Brett Anderson. A pretty ugly pitching matchup all around. Castillo has not been the same that we've been accustomed to from the couple of seasons prior. Uh, is this one kind of ugly to where you stay away, or do you maybe go with the hot hand in the Reds right now? Uh, I, I kind of like that total over just because Castillo has been so bad and Brett Anderson is so average. And look, the... Look, Danny, the Reds, the Reds offense, uh, Castellanos and Winker, if they were, or Winkler, I should say, if they've been on, uh, if they're on different teams, they're legitimately in the MVP race. And because they're in Cincinnati and on a fourth, third place team, depending on where the Cardinals are sitting at at the end of the night, uh, a lot of people are just missing it. And those two guys have been awesome this year. So I would lean to the over. That would be the only play here. Castillo's been a disaster this year. Like I said, Anderson's really not any good either. So, uh, I'd lean to the total more than anything. Besides, uh, again, those pitchers are too inconsistent for me to really hop in there. Yeah, I agree, and I would definitely go to the over, but because of how good this Milwaukee bullpen is, a way that I looked and, you know, had to search out a little bit further to get this bet, but I did the Reds' first five-team total over two and laid about minus 136. Certainly loved it with the option to potentially push. But again, I mean, Anderson's been bad, a 4.85 xFIP with a 1.59 whip. Castillo has not been in a similar form, 4.15 xFIP with a 1.58 whip. And, you know, both of these pitchers, respectively, have struggled against the opposing team in two starts. So a combined 14 earned runs and four starts with these pitchers against each team. So I'm with you there. I think runs could be coming in a plenty. You just got to have hope or hope, rather, Milwaukee can get enough offensively because their bats have certainly been a little slow to wake up this whole year. But I'm with you there thinking it's going to be a higher scoring game. What do you think about in this next matchup, though, with the Rays and the White Sox? Last night, a lower-scoring affair. Tampa Bay got the job done 5-2, to two, 
And we see them come back here, minus 105, the White Sox minus 112, Keuchel versus McClanahan, so a couple of southpaws, which typically favors the White Sox. But the Rays have been a really tough team to go against. Uh, how do you handicap this one on the south side, Jeff? Yeah, this would only be a bet on the White Sox tonight, Danny. Uh, as you mentioned, the White Sox are the be really the best offense in baseball when they face left-handed pitching. And uh, look, we, we, the thing with the Rays, and you have to be careful with it, you don't know how long the pitchers are going to go for. And But McClanahan is a guy who they've been at least stretching out a little bit. Uh, so you would imagine he'll get a little more length and a little more opportunity against a left-handed uh, arm for the White Sox. And especially if that being that tight of a price, I do like that. Uh, so I, I'll go with the Sox. Uh, they burdened me last night, but what are you going to do? Tampa's a really good team. And uh, obviously the Rays got horrible news today that Glasnow is going to be out with that partially torn UCL, which uh, I would be stunned if we see him again in this 2021 season. And that's an obviously brutal blow to a team that really does need him because he's their ace. Yeah, that is tough. I mean, this Rays team finally catching some fire here, Jeff, but you're right. Glass now, if he's going to be out for the remainder of the season, huge blow to this Tampa Bay team. And in terms of tonight, White Sox against the lefty, that's typically a matchup we favor to look at. But the Rays have been hot. We'll see if the White Sox bats could come alive. You could get them as a slight favorite tonight at Bet Rivers, so good opportunity maybe for Chicago. What about the Cardinals here, though, Jeff? You know, St. Louis, you and I were both on to win the NL Central. And, look, this is a team that has been slumping as of late. They finally get a dub last night against the Marlins, 4-2. You're getting Kim and Rogers, another pair of Southpaws, dueling it out this evening. St. Louis minus one and a quarter on the money line. Total seven and a half. Can St. Louis do it again, or do you seek out the value with Miami? Well, Trevor Rogers has not been the same pitcher over the last few weeks. He got hurt. Uh, again, his spin rate is down. Draw your own conclusions based off of all the uh, the, the, the spider tack and all that fun stuff that uh, baseball is uh, going to be putting the hammer down on soon uh, with all those new regulations coming out. Uh, I maybe take a look at the Cardinals' run line, but the, but the thing is, Danny, the Cardinals have just been so brutal over the last few weeks. Obviously, they got hammered at Wrigley this past weekend, and uh, you were there to, to see that for at least one of those games. So I think Louis' run line would be the only lean I have here. Uh, maybe a first five under as well, even though Rodgers has not pitched as well, that Cardinal offense, even with those elite, uh, elite players and Goldschmidt and Arenado at the top has not been the same. And Miami's offense, uh, I love Starling Marte, but they really have nothing else other than him. All right, Jeff, then let's go out to the West Coast, Oakland and Los Angeles. The Angels falling victim to the A's last night. We got a nice dub with that here on the show. A's winning 8-5, to five, and now have won four in a row. They come back tonight, laying minus 127, Los Angeles plus 108. This total opened 8.5. That's dipped down to 8. You're getting Haney versus Montas. And, you know, again, Jeff, Montas has been a really confusing guy to figure out to me. I mean, you know, he really hasn't had the consistent dominance. And at the same time, this Angels team, I really just don't trust him in any capacity. So I would probably stick away from it or bet Oakland. Is there anything you would maybe seek out in this one? Do you have a little bit more trust in the Angels potentially? No, no, no. Come on now. We can't trust the Angels. They're not any good, Danny. And and uh, last night I was on Oakland as well. That, that was surprising to see that short of a price with Manaya, who's, again, mm -hmm. inconsistent this year, but he's a good pitcher. Uh, Montes, again, coming off the PED suspension, has been very random so far. But uh, the A's hit left-handed pitching pretty well. So I, I would go with Oakland. That would be the play in that one. 
Yeah, and that's exactly it. I mean, Oakland, one of the top teams against lefties, and you're getting that tonight against Haney, who, you know, hasn't been terrible, but again, the rest of this Angels team, as you alluded to, we don't trust them. So I'm right there with it. If I'm having to bet it, would take Oakland again, but overall going to be staying away from that one. Uh, anything here, though, with the Dodgers and the Phillies? I mean, you're getting Los Angeles at a relatively shorter price here, Jeff. Minus 155. Philadelphia plus 133. This total at about 8.5. Dodgers beat the Phillies last night 3-1. to one. You think they do it again this evening? Run line the Dodgers. Full capacity back at, uh, back at Dodger Stadium for the first time since the pandemic took hold. So since uh, the 20, since uh, Game 5 against the Nationals in 2019. That obviously didn't go well for the Dodgers. I, I, I know Zach Eflin's been... Uh, been solid this year. He's got a bad record, but his ERA and his FIP aren't disastrous. But at some point, he's going to have a regression to the mean that is not good for him. And it would not shock me, even with, again, a Dodger team that is banged up, I would not be surprised if they take full advantage of that tonight. So the run line with the Dodgers, uh, a bet that uh, I would say uh, would be getting hammered out here in Vegas, because as you know, Danny, Dodgers run line, the most popular bet in baseball in Vegas for obvious reasons. That is for sure. And I'm right there with you. I mean, full capacity. You love that momentum and that environment out at Dodgers Stadium. About plus 130 if you want to lay the run and a half with Los Angeles. Like that angle. Jeff, any angle tonight with the basketball game with the Nets and the Bucks Coming down to a pick em now. Keeps moving in favor of Brooklyn. we got about 30 seconds. Who are you taking tonight? So uh, I bet Brooklyn at three. of getting three and a half and on the money line at a plus price. But now that you're down to pick, it's not bettable. So... Uh, you missed the boat. Wait for an in-game opportunity, depending on whatever side you like. Maybe you'll get an opportunity of both teams at a plus price tonight at some point. So, uh, But uh, earlier in the day when it was apparent that Harden had a, had a realistic chance to go and actually play in this game, and it was confirmed as I was coming on with you that he's going to play, uh, I, I'm not surprised that it's, it's moving in that fashion. So uh, stay off at the current number, but I was on Brooklyn earlier today getting the three and a half, and I think it was plus 130 on the money line I got. You heard it from the birthday boy himself. Jeff Parles, look for an in-game opportunity with Brooklyn and some great baseball insight per usual. Jeff, a man, good luck on the tables tonight. Enjoy your birthday. We'll catch up next week, my friend. Thanks, Danny. I'll need that luck. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Jeff Farrells, ladies and gentlemen, always needing that luck. Miss being out there with him watching the 6 p.m. Pacific time sweat on some of those bets, and he'll be having plenty of it tonight and at the tables. He's going to be going hard, rooting for Jeff, baby. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Jeff Parles. Wish him happy birthday, and hopefully we get some winners from him, like we typically do. Great job handicapping basketball and baseball, per usual, out of Jeff. And really quick, kind of just briefly threw that in there, but in case you missed it, a little bit of searching for this bet. But I did the Reds' first five-team total over two tonight, in that matchup against the Brewers, late minus 136. Anderson has allowed at least two runs in each of his past five starts in the first five innings, and the Reds have scored at least two runs in the first five in the last six out of seven games. So this Reds offense has been picking it up. 843 OPS last 15 days, which ranks third. Don't trust Brett Anderson, so really like that bet in baseball. And then we're going with the Lightning to win in regulation. Minus 108 bounce back game tonight in game two against the Islanders. And how about Blake Griffin? We're hoping he stays under one and a half three-point field goals. Played minus 113 in that spot. As always, folks, thank you for tuning in. And best of luck if you follow any of our wagers. Hopefully we're able to cash some winners tonight. We'll catch up once again tomorrow. Enjoy the slate and your night. Take care from all of us here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High the Number 5 Casino.com. High Five Casino.